Hello, um, welcome to today's podcast episode of How It Works, and today we're going to be talking about audio recording and the signal chain. Yeah, so we already did a podcast episode about microphones, which if you have not already checked out, you should do that. And um, that talks a little bit about what we're going to be talking about today. Um, But like we are going to be talking about more of the advanced um, microphone stuff. So um, let's get ready. Um, So first, let's um, just, I mean, talk about the signal chain in general. So do you want to start us off? Sure. Yeah. So basically the signal chain is the chain of starting with your voice and ending with the media on which the sound recording uh, is recorded. So for example, uh, a computer uh, or it could in the old days it could be tape or something like that. Yeah. Well, um, so what microphone are we using right now? Yeah, right now we're using uh, the Shure SM7B. That is a fairly famous microphone. It's, um, it was used actually by Michael Jackson on the Thriller album. I understand it's been used by Bob Dylan, by the Red Hot Chili Peppers, by Metallica, and I th- that's just the tip of the iceberg. This is a a famous microphone. It's been used by all kinds of recording artists. And I think it might also be used by the Joe Reagan podcast talk show. Um, okay, so how does the how does our voice get into the microphone? Yeah, well, that's a good question. So, you know, microphones work in different ways. There's there are different kinds of microphones. Right now, we're using something that's called a a dynamic. Uh, microphone. There's also a condenser microphone, which is a lot more sensitive than a dynamic and usually requires a little bit of power uh, to be supplied to it. Uh, But a dynamic microphone like this one is really good if you want something that's uh, directional. In other words, it's not going to be picking up uh, sound from all over the room. It's really just going to be pointed in one direction and then you can get in front of it and make sure that it is ex- excluding um, any background noise. Uh, but in terms of you know what basically does a microphone do to your voice, it basically takes the sound waves from from your voice, the the kind of um, you know compression waves, I guess you could call them, and it turns them into uh, analog waves, like uh, kind of like electricity. Yeah, and then, so when it becomes electricity, it goes through the cables into what we're using, which is called a... Uh, Yeah, what we're using, a a microphone preamp. And that, uh, you know, if you're using a condenser microphone, the preamp will supply power to the microphone. Uh, If you're using a, a dynamic like we are, it's not actually supplying power to the mic, but it is taking the electricity uh, from the mic and amplifying it. Um, And depending on what kind of microphone preamp you're using, it might also be adding certain kinds of effects. There might be some EQ that's added. 
There might be some compression that's added so that, for example, it makes the loud parts of your voice a little softer and the soft parts of your voice a little louder so that you have a more even signal. But basically the preamplifier uh, amplifies the signal from the microphone and it, it also uh, conditions the signal, uh, hopefully in a way that sounds pleasing. Yeah, and then you most of you probably know that computers are run by ones and zeros, zeros and ones, and that is the only thing that they that they are run by. Um, I mean, power and electricity too, but that is how that is their language, ones and zeros. Um, so after it goes through that preamplifier, it goes through another, um, you know, wire cable into a yeah it's it's called a converter and you know when you used to record on tape you know in, in the old days you wouldn't necessarily have a converter um, but these days like you were saying computers don't really speak the same language as electricity they, they do not speak analog computers speak digital and so you have to have a way of converting this analog you know electrical signal to ones and zeros, just like you said. And that's what a converter does. A converter always, you know, plugs in directly to the computer. Yeah. And so after it goes there and it turns into zeros and ones, it goes onto it. Well, it goes um, onto your computer, onto any, any recording software that you that you use and then you save that to a file so let's just go through that really quickly so it goes from your mouth into the uh it goes into the microphone which then turns it into electrical signals then those go through a wire into the preamplifier and that also that um softens it then evens your voice um, so that you're not talking too loudly or too quietly. And so then after that... It goes to the converter. And then the converter turns it into zeros and ones and throws it onto the recording software that you use. So those are pretty mu that's pretty much all that you need to know about the sound waves uh, or like about the you know, about the signal chain and everything. And so um, there, there are definitely some debates about who actually invented them. Um, so what were one of the things that we saw? Yeah, I think we just tried to get a quick answer to see who invented the microphone. And what we found out is that there is no quick answer. There's some debate about who invented it. We saw Alexander Graham Bell, who, of course, invented the telephone. Um, we saw it suggested that he invented the microphone after that. I think we also saw it, a potential German inventor and then at least one other person. Uh, so we, truthfully, we don't know who invented the microphone. There's some debate. Yeah. And um, we also don't really know when it was invented either because it can't just be invented by a bunch of people on the same day. So, um, yeah, thanks for listening to that segment and we'll be right back after a quick break 
TheAcousticEscape.com is a proud sponsor of the podcast, How It Works. We play music from all genres, all eras, all acoustic. Listen to the stream at TheAcousticEscape.com. And now, here's more of How It Works with Oliver Cordell Kennedy. And welcome back, everybody, to the second segment the second segment of how it works and um um so today we are going to be talking about audio recording so um we already talked about the signal chains and the converters and the preamplifiers and all that stuff but now we're going to start talking about Basically, how to make everything sound better, how to optimize each part of the signal chain. Yeah. So, um, can you do you want to get us started and tell us um, the very first step? Sure. So, the first part of the signal chain, if you remember, was the sound source, like your voice. And I would even include the room in that. Uh, so, you know, to, to optimize that part of the signal chain, uh, hopefully you have a nice voice or a, a nice sounding instrument or whatever you're recording. That's the first thing. And you want to make sure you're in a, a decent room. So you don't want to be in a room that's super echoey, you know, like a totally empty room. Um, and depending on what you're recording, you you may even want, you know, a little bit of, of reverb, a little bit of echo, um, but, but, you know, not too much. And some things you might want to have totally flat, like if you're doing a a voiceover or something like that, you might want to be in a recording booth with a bunch of padding to absorb all the sound. So you really have to think about what you're recording when you are deciding what kind of room you want to be in. Oh, and pro tip, don't make a podcast about moving into a new house because it won't be very good. <laughs> yeah, it would be very echoey. We, you know, we're, we're in a room right now that has a decent amount of furniture in it, but um, nothing soft, no sofas or love seats or anything like that so we had to you know we did some testing and it was pretty echoey and actually i think it's there's still a little bit of echo but we did take a bunch of of sheets some comforters and some other blankets and we kind of just put them on the ground and put some of them we hung some of them um off of a microphone stand that we found and that has helped things a lot so yeah and you don't want to be too close to the microphone or too far away from the microphone because then it, you know, I mean, it just messes it up a bunch. And your, whatever you're recording isn't going to sound very well. Very good. Yeah, that's a good point. The distance of the sound source uh, from the microphone will change the sound. And microphones have something called a proximity effect. So if you get really close here, I'll try it. I'll see if it comes through in the recording. So right now I'm talking really close to the microphone. And now I'm talking a little further away. So usually the proximity effect will make the, the microphone's bass response uh, increase. So you'll have a little bit more of a low sound. And sometimes people in radio, for example, like that. And so they do like to talk really close to the microphone. But if you're recording an instrument, a guitar or violin or something like that, you probably don't want proximity effect because it will really color the sound. Yeah, and... Um... Yeah, so that that is just kind of how to not mess up your recording. 
So definitely do not do do not do any of those things. Um, now, what are some of the things that we can do to um, what are some of the things that we can do to make our recording sound be- the absolute best as you can make it? Yeah, so I think the most important thing is really the, just the beginning of the signal chain. You want to have a nice instrument. You want to make sure that um, you're using your voice uh, in, in the best way. You know, that you're not sick when you're trying to record your, you know, your masterpiece song. Um, but, you know, after that, I, I, you know, I think everybody's opinion differs on this. But personally, I think the next most important thing would be the microphone. Um, there's various different types of microphones, and they really can dramatically change the way that uh, the things sound. And you want to choose your microphone based on what you're recording. So, you know, if you're a, a high singer like Mariah Carey, you're going to want to choose a totally different microphone than someone who's who's singing lower. I mean, you know, generally that's uh, generally that's going to be true. Like right? a country uh, rock singer or something. Yeah, or, you know, a death metal singer or something like that. If you're screaming into a microphone, you know, you're not going to want to have the same super sensitive microphone that kind of a softer um, singer would have. So you want to choose a microphone based on your sound source, and you want to, you know, experiment with lots of different microphones to, to figure out which one sounds the best, and it can make a big difference. So that's how to optimize um, a microphone. And there are also some microphones out there that um, reduce the background, the background noise. So like if there's someone watching TV in the living room, it can just edit that out. And there are also like companies and softwares that can also do that for you. So, um, yeah, just I mean, but even still, like you shouldn't be recording your podcast in like an airport or whatever that wouldn't Mm -hmm. yeah um now there we have used a lot of different um microphones with our podcast so there's this one podcast episode um the typewriters one and we were using a pretty pretty bad um computer microphone for that one um but right now we're using a professional microphone so yeah, they're they're like huge, like you know, heavy duty microphones, and then they're also just like lame, like phone microphones. Um, and there are also headsets as well that you can use. So th- I mean, there are a there's a huge variety of different microphones that you can do. So like headset, professional, um, I mean, karaoke. Like, and so many, so many others. So, um, yeah, that, those are, you know, just, uh, the main microphones that people use. And, um, the only reason that you would be using a professional microphone is like, let's say you are recording a podcast or you are, or you're like a singer or whatever, um, so then that's what you would be using those for. Now, if you were, like, if you're just, like, I don't know, making, like, a voice memo or whatever, you would just, like, use your computer or phone microphone because it's not, like, 
it's not like so important that it like it doesn't need to be perfect like you can have background noise or whatever um and if you're using a headset that's usually for video calls and stuff i mean you can also use that um we've used a headset in um one of our podcast episodes before so yeah i mean there are like there is a huge variety of microphones yeah there's a lot to think about with microphones uh, like i said earlier i think they are one of the most important things for optimizing the signal chain uh, but moving on down the chain you know there are other things that we spoke about earlier like the microphone pre-amplifier and there's you know a huge variety of pre-amplifiers that you can buy um I mean, you could spend many, many thousands of dollars on a preamplifier if you wanted, or you could get one that, you know, is well under a hundred bucks. Um, but uh, to me, you know, my experience, and I know this is going to be controversial for some people, but my experience is that as long as you have a decent preamplifier, um, it's not going to make a huge difference. Um, there's not going to be a massive difference between a decent preamplifier and a top of the line preamplifier unless you're making a professional record or, or something like that. Uh, most people won't really be able to tell the difference. So the voice or the, the sound source and the microphone, those seem to be the most important parts of the signal chain if you want to improve your, the quality of your recordings. Yeah, um, what, what's the brand name of the um, amplifier that we are using right now? Uh, it's a Neve, Rupert Neve design. Hmm. Okay, and then the thing that we're talking about, um, the the thing that turns the electricity into ones and zeros, we're using an apogee, apogee, uh, apogee, apogee. Mm -hmm. element forty six. Yeah, the, the apogee is the converter. Uh, apogee makes various kinds of converters for um, for Apple computers. Yeah, and so those are just, the, I mean, those are, that's pretty much, that like wraps up um, today's episode, um, and I mean, like there's, there's like one more thing that you do, so you, you know, record it, then like, you know, goes through all the steps that we talked about earlier, then goes on to the computer to make it just right, and oh, you also want a you want a microphone that sounds the best for your voice because if you like if you have a really high voice or a really low voice like it it definitely makes a difference and so yeah you record it um put it on your computer and then save it and if um and if you're a podcaster or a singer you publish it okay so thank you again for listening to today's episode. Please join us on our Facebook group and check out theacousticescape.com, um, the online radio station. Um, thank you for listening to today's episode. And until next time, keep on wondering. <laughs>